Hey guys, Jason at Hard Money Bankers with your private money minute. Rental property buying formula. Do you know what your formula is when you buy rental properties or long-term wealth properties? So the two big things are the equity of the property and the cash flow of the property. So the good part about rental properties compared to maybe like a fix and flip is you don't necessarily need to buy it at 65 cents on the dollar minus construction costs. Yes, you do need equity in a property, but you don't necessarily need 30 or 40% equity in that property. And if you do, great. We usually like to try to have 20 to 25% equity at least in these properties. Now, where that comes from is we get leverage and we get long-term financing on our rental properties at 75 LTV, right? So if I can find a property, either renovate it or buy it with tenants already in place at 75 LTV, meaning 25% equity in that property, I can get pretty close to 100% leverage, 100% financing on that with very limited amount of funds out of pocket or allocated to that project. So that's the first reason why I like at least 25% equity in the property. The other thing is, is you know, even if this is a cash flow long-term game for you, it's good to have built-in equity in this property in case you got to unload it. Things change just like that, right? Right now, equity doesn't really matter on the surface because unless you're looking to buy or trade, buy or sell a property, you know, equity doesn't really matter until you're forced to sell that property for an unknown reason that you just don't know. So we'd like to have at least 20 or 25% equity in that property in case we have to sell, we're able to get out of it clean at any given time. Cash flow, right? Long-term rental properties, you need to make sure you have proper cash flows in there. Now there's a lot of different uh, ways that, that investors like to determine the value of that. Uh, some like to use the 1% rule. So for instance, for every $100,000 that you're in on a property, it rents out for $1,000 a month. I like to use the 1.5% rule, which is for every $100,000 we're into a property, we rent it out for $1,500 a month. And what I've been seeing recently, a lot of folks, a lot of real estate investors, they just want to make $500 positive cash flow uh, on a monthly basis, net positive cash flow after all their expenses. So for instance, if all their expenses are $600 a month, including their mortgage, they want to rent it out for $1,100 a month. So they get that $500 positive cash flow. So whatever your formula is, you need to map that yourself. I would probably pick some sort of hybrid between what I just talked about. Uh, you know, make sure you have good, good cash flow on a, on a regular basis. And you need to obviously be saving that for uh, expenses that come up. But this also depends on if you went in ahead of time and fully renovated the house, or if you're buying a property that's just in so-so condition, that'll help determining how much expenses you may have down the road. So real quick, also, you know, the good part about rental properties is, although I do highly recommend doing direct mailing campaigns, uh, either buying from wholesalers, doing direct marketing to sellers to try to buy these properties at a discount, there are still rental properties available on MLS and online auction sites because a lot of folks that are on a lot of those sites, including MLS, you know, they're looking to get in built in 30, 40% equity for a flip. So there is good opportunities on for rentals on there. So remember, look at equity, look at cash flow. Uh, if you have any challenges in this topic or would like some additional information related to this topic, comment below, like, share, subscribe. As always, Jason with your Private Money Minute. Thanks.